Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zdenek's English podcast and also Learn English with Football um, YouTube show. This is the first ever crossover of my two shows, which are seemingly different. Uh, so it's a bit confusing, I know. But um, basically, the reason I went for this is because I wanted to give the opportunity to I wanted to give the opportunity to my listeners, to listeners of the next English podcast, to learn about uh, the show. And also because um, um, I want you guys to, to learn who Paul is, because Paul is one of the regulars of, the, of this show, of Learn English with Football show. And um, so I want to introduce Paul and we want to learn about his course as well, uh, which he has recently launched. So hello, Paul. Welcome to the next English podcast and welcome to Learn English with Football show as well. Hello, Zenek. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes, um, I appreciate your support and allowing me to talk about this on your channel and with your podcast listeners. So I appreciate it. Yes. You are always welcome, Paul. And but uh, let's let's first ask you to introduce yourself because I know there are some people who are watching this or listening to this who don't know who you are actually. Well, in relation to English, I, I am an English teacher, and I met you through my um, YouTube channel, or was it Instagram? But YouTube or Instagram? I have a YouTube channel that I started over two years ago. And with the intention of trying to teach English to people using the topic of football. So this was a realization to me about two years ago. I was speaking with my partner and just thinking, what shall I do with my life? What, what? She said, well, what skills do you have? And I said, well, I teach English. I, I'm a teacher at a university in, in Liverpool. And... And she said, I, I love football as well. And I like designing lessons. I, I, I'm quite creative. I, I quite like doing uh, YouTube videos with my kids. I have two daughters. And then I just thought, I know, I will teach English on YouTube using football topics. Because I think, yeah, it, it's, a big, um, it's a big passion for many people. And so I want to maybe use that passion to help them learn English. So that's how the YouTube channel started. And since then, I've become um, active on Instagram recently, like yourself, Zenek. And yep. I post regularly. I, I, yeah, I post regularly. I think I, I, I like to preserve the English, um, the English language when it comes to football. Hmm. This has been on my mind recently because there's, there's a, there's a, creeping americanisms that are coming in <laughs> to football and it's fine it, like i'm not saying 
I'm not saying English is only uh, the English language can only be English and it's good that American words are creeping in but I just feel no I don't feel it's fine that American words are coming into to football <laughs> so which words do you have in mind like soccer oh, or... soccer field that common but even like clutch player I, I've heard recently um roster bracket um yeah, that's going oh. a bit too far, isn't it? <laughs> locker room. Well, some locker room. Yeah, I, I just wanted to mention that. Dupi, I just, <laughs> I, I, it's literally, it was literally on my mind. I want, I wanted to ask you, do actually people in Britain now use the term locker room? Because obviously, it's known as the dressing room, right, or the changing room. Yeah, yeah. So I think locker room is a better word, and I think for things like locker room, it will stick. I think still in mm. Britain, people say changing room or changes or the dressing room. Yeah. But I think in the future, I think with this, I'm fighting a losing battle with words <laughs> like locker room. I am. <laughs> I am. American will win. Mm. The Americanisms will win. There is so much American in our ears and eyes every day. It will win. And it is being fueled by people who don't speak English really. So people around Europe, people all over the world, they consume football and English within um, in an American way. So like I said, I, I'm fighting a losing battle. And Locker Room, Rio Ferdinand used this recently. Mm. And he used the word trash talking. Trash talking. And well, because obviously in in Britain we we don't use the word trash in this way. No. We say rub. We say rubbish, right? So yeah, but yeah. trash talk. Yeah, like yeah. I think in British English you would like you're winding somebody up or like banter or something. But trash talk is quite American, hmm. and he used it. And I think words like that are here to stay. They because yeah. they may be better words to say sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I have the a language. Few... Yeah, it's language. It evolves, doesn't it? I have a yeah. few American followers and I I posted the other day about top corner. How do mm. you say this in your language? Yeah, yeah I, I like... I've, seen, I've seen that post here. Yeah, I like, that's what I like with, I like learning about how other languages, um, uh, what the words in other languages for top corner or free kick, or hat trick, or yeah. get stuck in all these football phrases. Even with like, yeah, lots of football phrases. I'd like to learn them in different languages, yeah, and just to understand the culture of do, it. Do, do you remember? I made a comment. I left a comment under that post. Yeah, and do, do you remember what what I told you? We call it in in Czech. You you oh, yeah? you, you then responded by saying that it's quite uh, morbid or something. So, yeah the gallows yeah <laughs> is it really called the gallows it is yeah, yeah. So always always because yeah. is the gallows the top corner or the goal the top corner the top corner uh-huh so in the, British, top corner, the top the top um mm, i guess it's both yeah the top corner mm -hmm. goal like if you if you strike the ball in the top corner and it's a goal it's yeah. definitely the it's definitely called gallows yeah but i wonder yeah yeah, I think you would also call the construction of the of the goal ah, gallows. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. In British, it's top bin, and this is a good word, I think. 
top that's ten that's men- that's more like uh, slang it's a it's it's, it's a slang, slang term yeah yeah so top corner commonly used yeah. now top bin and mm-hmm. i think just the way it sounds top bin it links together well bin mm-hmm. as you mentioned is a british word in in america they say the trash can do they or the garbage can i don't know and yeah but few of my american followers followers said that they use top bin so the okay. british <laughs> <laughs> so you're fighting fight fighting uh, to preserve Maybe. the the yes. the the <laughs> original vocabulary let's say that British people have been using for mm-hmm. decades, centuries, yeah. maybe centuries. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 um, that's wonderful. But you all for generations. But you also <laughs> said with this, I'm fighting a losing battle, yes. uh, which which is a nice little phrase. If you're fighting a losing battle, that means you're trying hard. You're trying mm-hmm. hard to preserve the originality of uh, the language, mm-hmm. but you're fighting a losing battle, which means you know. That you can't win this fight. No. That's 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 what it means. So I love this phrase, and this is what we do in this show, okay. ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the next English podcast. If you want, you can, by the way, watch this very podcast on my YouTube channel, on Teachers Denek YouTube channel. And this is what we do in the show. We're gonna talk about it later. We explain vocabulary as we uh, discuss the Premier League. But I want I want first things first. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. So. You mentioned Liverpool, which is the team you support. Yes. So you are you are you are a scouser, aren't you? I am a scouser. I am from Liverpool. I was born one mile away from Wayne Rooney that way, <laughs> and then one mile away from Steven Gerrard that way. I was born in the middle. I went to school with Steven Gerrard. I, oh, did you? Did you really? I used to play in the same football team as him, Zenek. Used to play centre midfield with him. I won a You few never trophies. told me this. You never no. told me this, Paul. No, it's a little bit sad to talk about it, Zenek. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was a good player when I was younger. And we won a few tournaments together. Wow. And yeah. And and his 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 life is a little different to mine. Yes. Because I went to teach English. I, I played for teams when I was younger and mm. then I won lots of trophies at an amateur level. I was at a few school of excellences, but I never made it into Liverpool or Everton. And so I played semi-professional football. And then I went to teach in Japan. Really, oh, was... how, how long did you teach there for? I was teaching in Japan for three years. Okay. What was it like then? What was oh, it like? It was amazing. It was amazing. So... Japan, yes, it's an amazing place. It's very different to Europe, the way people eat and live. Yeah. But it's it's amazing. It's so safe. It's it's so futuristic. It's so clean. You can go anywhere. The trains are always on time. Um, people are really respectful and interested in you. And I had a great time. I was a football coach also in oh, Japan. Really? Yes. Oh, cool. And then and a referee actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait 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 at the same time where you where you refereeing yeah. matches while being a coach one of the, how can yeah. you do that that's uh, it's going you're going to be a biased referee paul how does yeah, that work I, I was a funny referee actually because um i i got my football coaching badges and then my referees badge through my team in the uk before i went to yeah. um japan 
and I, uh, while I, I was 26, around 26, 26, and I thought I'd played football a lot. And so I decided to stop playing. Mm -hmm. But I was a football coach in Japan and they had a league. It was a really good, well-organized league. Lots of international people, lots of people from all over the world, South America, Europe, Japanese. And I could have played in that league, but I didn't want to. I just thought, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to like give my legs a rest. And I became a referee in that league. So uh, what do you enjoy doing more? Being a referee or, or a football coach or, or a football player? I am oh, a football player. Um, yeah, I love I love playing football. Being a referee in Japan is fine. I remember in Japan, the Japanese players would sometimes complain to me that some of the players were calling them, were, were trash-talking, to use that word. Oh, I'm now pushing this word. I'm spreading this word. Um, <laughs> you're shooting yourself in the foot. I am, yes. You're, you're scoring an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Japanese players would, would say to me, referee, referee, he is calling me stupid. Back at, back at <laughs> And I would say, so what? And he was like, oh, that's really bad. In Japanese culture, to call somebody stupid or a yeah. like an idiot um, was really bad. <laughs> But for me, it was like, that's no problem. Yeah. Okay, yeah, play that's, on. That's part yeah. of football. You have to be a bit tough. Yeah. Right? So people were respectful in Japan. I was like, the players and the league, I would not be a referee in England, in the mm. UK. No way. They are struggling for referees. I, I right. am still in touch with amateur teams because they get abuse, really, and nobody really wants to do it. And it's quite well paid, really. It's not like, yeah, it's quite well paid for a couple of hours refereeing a football match. You get you get decent money. But it's just not for, worth it for, for you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do it here. I wouldn't yeah. do it. Makes, makes sense. Yeah, it might be quite si similar in, in the Czech Republic, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> so one of the features of this show is that um, when it comes to the Learn English with Football show, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. this is actually broadcast live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central European time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on Monday because it's after the Premier League weekend, and this show yeah. is about predominant. It's predominantly about the Premier League. And one of the features is that it's live, which mm -hmm. means we have people actually who can comment as we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have got one question from Happy Hammeret, Paul, and she's mm -hmm. asking you, how long were you a coach in Japan? Uh, I, so it was 2006 to 2009. Is that what you mean? Well, I was a coach for three years. Um, Sorry, how long ago? Where you yeah, were coach? Oh, 2006, okay, okay. 2000, 2009, 12 years ago. 12 years ago, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, the um, Minamino. No, it was before the um, Minamino era. Sorry. Uh, so it was, at that time, my team that I used to watch in Japan was Kawasaki Frontale. They were, and I lived in Tokyo, and they they had Hulk playing for them. If you oh, remember. the Brazilian. The, who is the... still playing now. Yeah. Um, Japanese players at that time. Yeah, I, I know a couple, but mm. Um, mm. maybe not. They were not well known. Well, there was a World Cup in Japan and South Korea. When was this? Was this 2012? 
No, that was... 2002, was it? Oh, 2002. I know there was two in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a long yeah. time ago. 2002. I, I well, still I, remember that. That was, quite contro that was quite controversial, that World Cup as well. And there was a match the between South, Co South Korea and Spain. I think it's one of Italy. the most... Or was Italy. it Italy? Okay, yeah. Italy and South Korea. It was one of the most controversial matches in the entire history of football, to be honest, in yeah. terms of refereeing and what happened there. And ooh, yeah. Italians don't don't like to uh, yeah. remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't like to remind themselves of this. I just noticed Kawasaki great bikes. Yes, that Japan is full of great things. To be honest, mm. they, they, mm. anything made in Japan. Whether it's food, yeah. or bikes, or any, yeah, anything electrical, it's well made. They're, they're really. Personally, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, miso soup. I like miso soup. Yeah, the food was incredible. Yeah, yeah. They take yeah. such pride in everything. Everything they do, like any person who works in a shop, they take such pride and do it to the best of their ability. Taxi drivers wear gloves and shirts and. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a nice place to live. I miss well, it. You, you stayed there for three years. I think yeah. that's that's quite that's quite telling. You must have really liked that place. Yeah, and then I moved to Australia for two years. Oh, okay. Taught English, and I was a football coach in Australia too, in Perth, and I had a great time in Perth. Australia is a, an amazing country, and, and I was hoping to stay. To be honest, me and my partner opened mm. an English school in Ooh. perth which oh, so is the is the biggest city on the on the west coast actually yeah yeah it's kind yeah. of the only city it's very it's the only one yeah, <laughs> yeah. all biggest cities are on the on the east coast that's right including the yeah, capital yeah. which yeah which is like a four hour flight away i think to get to like Sydney crazy yeah. yeah um if, if you yeah well yeah you you fly so you survive it but if you I guess if you drive a car, you might not survive the journey. <laughs> the, out, the, out, the outback, yeah, it could be quite... Uh, Nothing in the middle. Well, there's not much in the middle. Dangerous, like snakes and kangaroos attacking you, stuff like that, no? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, I was, sharks are quite scary, I think. Sharks as well. I used to try to surf, I, yeah. Mm. And it was always in my mind about sharks. You would hear about shark attacks. Spiders Ooh. are pretty big. But yeah, seeing kangaroos jumping down the road is always interesting. Yeah, it's always like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so sounds like you have had a good time, really. Uh, yeah, traveling. So from there, I went. I lived in Indonesia for two years, Zenek. Ooh. So okay. I speak Indonesian. I speak my Japanese is not so good now, but Indonesian is not so difficult to learn. To be honest, mm. it's, it's the alphabet, unlike Japanese, and. Yeah, it's um, an amazing place. I lived in the jungle, pretty much. They called it the jungle, but it wasn't the jungle. Okay. It was like a village slash town. I would say town. So did you did you also did you also um, coach a football team, or no. were you just were you teaching Not English? There. I taught at universities in 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 Indonesia and in the jungle. Are there other universities in a jungle? <laughs> no, no, exactly. So it was. A, they called it the jungle. It was a town. I was the only foreigner in the town, though. Well, me and my partner. I okay. went with my partner, my, my girlfriend. Um, yeah. So then came back to the UK. 
and started teaching at universities. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fantastic. No, no, no. Go on. Like you. <laughs> we, we, yeah, I'm learning things. I'm learning things I don't know about Paul. And we have been doing these shows for a long time now. I, I can't remember when it started, but it was definitely um, maybe in autumn. Was it autumn? Early autumn, twenty twenty one. It could be. So we've done a lot of a lot of shows together. I know Paul is a passionate Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. Um and he always I love uh, football as well. Yeah. In general. I Liverpool, yeah, I am a passionate Liverpool fan. Um but I didn't know these details about your life, so it's quite interesting. <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am um, well, being an English teacher, that's the beauty of being an English teacher, really. It's the only job in the world where you can get a job in any country pretty much pretty much and so i took advantage of that really mm-hmm. and yeah and decided to um go to these places i wish i could have done more to be honest <laughs> i wish i could have done more it's never it's never too late right it's never too late it's always in the back of my mind really yeah so since coming back i've i've been to india and I've mm-hmm. been to like Spain and Italy. I've been <laughs> somebody's tough. Leave Apple. Yeah, I've been to India, all around Spain and um, Italy. I've got lots of interesting stories from the times from when I was in Japan and Indonesia. I've been to South Korea a few times. I played. I represented England in the Soft Tennis World Championships. What's what soft, what soft tennis? What soft tennis was? <laughs> but it's like a form of tennis, but because Asians are not as like physically tall and strong, yeah, as um, Europeans. So if you look at the tennis circuit, the the big Europeans who just smash the ball, it's an ace. It's not coming back. Mm. So they they it's on a tennis court. Soft tennis uses a softer ball basically. Okay, softer ball. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I represented England in the soft tennis world. So, 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 so I assume it's also slower. The ball is slower, maybe, and bounces more, possibly, or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, 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 that's cool. But let's talk about the course that you have recently launched because I'm really curious about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to give you an opportunity to, to invite us to join that course. So, what is it? How, when did this, uh, where did this idea come from and um, what can we expect from the course? It was uh, since starting, since having the idea to teach English using football, it was always my intention to, to create lessons really and give people a, the speaking practice. So lots of people who I meet through football, they yeah. love football. They're passionate like Liverpool. You go to any country, you will find Liverpool fans so I connect with people about football, and but they cannot speak about football because most people consume football in their own language, whether it's Spanish, Indonesian, Japanese. Yep. I noticed that you don't. You you said you started watching English uh, commentary two two days ago. I made was it three days ago? I made a post exactly about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's going to make a difference for you as a learner if you consume. Uh, the stuff if you if you get surrounded by the target language the language you're learning if you get exposed 
Yeah, it makes a massive difference. But what I would like to ask my students to do or, or any learners is to separate the two languages. I know there are different opinions on this, by the way. But mm -hmm. my personal experience, my expertise and what I have also learned from my studies, mm -hmm. it sort of dictates that 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 it should it should really be separated. So if you if you watch, I mean, if you should use watching football, it should be an opportunity for you, really, to get exposed to more English. Yeah. You you don't have to listen to a commentary in your language. Mm -hmm. What are they going to say? You you can already see what's happening on the pitch. Yeah. So why why do you need to do that? Why not kill two birds with one stone mm -hmm. and actually use it as an as a fantastic opportunity to learn the language and watch the commentary in English. It's very easy these days. Just watch yeah. a stream, you know, stream online yeah. or or even if you use some paid service that's also not that expensive anymore. You know, so even if you watch some highlights on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so that's what I try to do with my channel. I try to teach vocabulary so people can do this, really, yeah. as well. I, I try to be like a stepping stone towards that in some way. And um, so it was always my intention to, mm -hmm. to give people a full a chance to practice English. I think it's that's my it's the best way to to learn to be using the language you can study you can learn vocabulary but if you're not using it then yeah. it, you don't get pleasure you need to kind of feel the benefit of, of using a language so and especially about football a topic that people um, love to talk about it's the biggest topic in the world I think maybe politics yep. as well but people have different politics in different countries football is quite universal it is. But it's not. In my years spent teaching, I have seen one like topic, one, two pages about football in, in, in a textbook. It's not oh. used in textbooks at all, really. It's only I've only seen it come across it once or twice in textbooks. Yeah. It's so, underrepresented. Yeah. I agree. It's definitely underrepresented in textbooks. Uh but there are some textbooks just about that. Like there's one mm -hmm. old book about it's like it's it has several chapters and it's all about football. Mm -hmm. And I think it's for like lower level students, like elementary or something. Did you send me a photograph of it? No, that's a different oh. one. Okay. So the one I send you a photograph of that's um, that's one that sort of focuses on vocabulary only. But the mm -hmm. one I was mentioning before, that's like um proper textbook where you would have you would be developing all those skills that you would normally find in any other course book yeah all the skills leading listening I, writing speaking I don't you have might it. have it you might have no, it actually. i have a book called english for football which was published but, by cambridge and that's really it, good i think that could it, be it could be that i don't know it might it might be that yeah so yeah, yeah i create i've created this course to give people a chance to to learn football vocabulary, improve their English. Also, I'm, I've created listening tasks based on um, post-match interviews, which mm -hmm. people may be interested in. And then there will be group video calls about different topics. So maybe the first topic will be the Champions League um, quarterfinals and talking about what's going to happen and yeah. who's going to qualify. They will be engaging football topics in the in the speaking group video calls. There will be one module 
every week for six weeks mm -hmm. with worksheets. I, I would like to do it online, to be honest. So I know students nowadays, the, there's courses available online for people. Yep. But, um, and it's all interactive and they give you the answers straight away. I have created Microsoft Word worksheets that are downloadable, but you would then submit them to me. I would yep. give you written feedback. I am a Trinity College London examiner. I am also a Cambridge examiner. So I have experience in, in doing this. And it's what I do in my job. So I want to do it for people who, instead of the money going to Cambridge, I want the money to go to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Perhaps Paul is throwing some money to Liverpool as well. That's possible too, but he's not, <laughs> he's not talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, that sounds like a, like a great deal, honestly. And I think you have got some. Uh, you have got a special price as well called Early Bird. Early Bird. Early right? Bird. So yeah, if you book before the thirty first of um, of March, which is coming up, isn't it? A few days. It's fifty pounds. Fifty pounds for six modules, written feedback every week. Um, I'm thinking about creating, well, I'm going to, I'm going to create a leaderboard. So the more you engage and the more questions you get correct doing the tasks, right. you get points. The person who wow. is the top of the leaderboard, I will keep a leaderboard each week. The person who is the top of the leaderboard will, will get the course fee refunded. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, that's like top level gam gamification, actually. This is called, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yes. in the ELT jargon, this is called gamification. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That, that, sounds, that sounds absolutely amazing. There is a comment from somebody who I know, David. I just noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, tr trying to speak the language that you're learning in a group. Could be a bit hard, could be could be a hard, could be a difficult experience, but I agree it would be more useful. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also listening involved, isn't it? If you're listening to people from different parts of the world talking about football, it's the same topic that we will be talking about. So um there will be a shared context. It won't be random information, but there is a listening aspect involved. But it creates a community. And because they are 90 minutes long, the group video calls, I will limit the number of people in it. People will not be speaking over people so much. People mm -hmm. will have a chance to talk. I know yep. this might be new for some people who like one-to-one -one conversation, but it's more natural in a group, I think. Lots of students can talk one-to-one, -one, I find. Absolutely. I've got some experience with this myself because I have created uh, two courses. One is called English through board games. Mm -hmm. And then there is the one that is, I think, even more popular is English through role plays. And I do both these courses over the Discord. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, you can do it on Zoom as well. So if there are any teachers listening to us and who are wondering if they could launch their own group course, definitely. It's not that it's not that hard. Like some some teachers might be a little bit scared or mm -hmm. just intimidated by the whole online thing. Yeah. But 
it's yeah. doable. You just need the right tools, you know, and just ask someone for help if you've never used them or Google some YouTube videos. True. There's lots of there's lots of information out there and you can yeah. get stuck in that information. And I was a little bit. I was thinking, oh, what platform should I use? Should I use this one? Should I pay for this? Do I need to pay extra for this service? But yeah. no, I thought, no, for the first time, it's been my intention. I just need to do it and see what the response is, see exactly. how it goes. And then if I want to um, do it more professionally, possibly, or make it look more professionally, professional online, I can do that next time. Do you know what? I love this as a tip. Like whenever there's someone giving advice to startups, startup companies or you know, entrepreneurs who have got like excellent ideas, but they are starting off and it's it's all risky. Let's be honest. It's it's always there's always a risk involved because it might it might not work out, but I'm sure this will. But uh, they the one of the tips these people, these gurus always give is you just have to start. You just have to start. It doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If and you if you I think that it's it should be perfect from the beginning, you you're going to disappoint yourself most likely. True. Yeah. yeah. I want to say hello to David. Sorry. Hello, David. David signed up to be on the course today. He's an Italian. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Is he, is he, I used to I used to teach some Italian students in London. David Davide, isn't is isn't his name Davide? Davide. Sorry, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's Dave. He's Dave here on YouTube. Dave. So. He's Dave. When he's when he's British, that's his that's his pseudonym. Yes, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the name is Davide, but I could be wrong too. I think yeah. of David Ginola actually, and his name mm. is similar. David David Gonella. I think <laughs> there might yeah. be two similar names as well. Who knows? <laughs> let, let us know in the comments, Davide da, or David or David or Dave. Okay, Dave. Let's just call Dave. him Dave. <laughs> Dave I think. Yeah. Let's stick with Dave then. When he's in English mode, he likes Dave. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, so it's it sounds like a fantastic deal. This this course and oh, uh, it's cheap. where it's cheap as well. Yeah, so cheap, I think. where can where can my listeners potentially sign up for the course. Tell us. So this course starts on the 9th of April. Well, because people are in different time zones, the speaking element to it, you don't have to do the speaking element. If you don't want to, you can just do the worksheets, get the written feedback from myself yep. every week. But if you want to sign, if you want to join the group video call, it'll be a maximum of six, including me. So five students okay. in the video okay. call. Um, you can... I've given two slots, Saturday morning and yep. Sunday evening. So on the only place, it's it's on my Instagram, actually. The only place where you can go for the link, it's on my Instagram. So at yep. Footy Talk English. I like it. It's very straightforward. No, yeah. no sales funnels or anything like that. <laughs> Well, no, that that's it. As yet, like I don't have a website or anything. I'm thinking, yeah. do I need a website? Do I need a landing page? Do I need this? No. Yeah. Do you know went... what? That, that that that's why that's what makes people like me trust you immediately. Yeah? Because you are just the guy that is really passionate about this topic. You are an experienced English teacher, well-traveled English teacher, and we know from these shows that you also know what you are talking about. And guys. I like football. I can't recommend this enough, and I can't recommend Paul enough as a teacher as well. 
Thank you, Senek. Yeah, I just I've I'm out there already. It, you wouldn't give fifty pounds to somebody you didn't know, maybe. But you can look at my Instagram. You can see my YouTube videos. I have a Facebook group that I, I I've slacked off a little bit. I don't post <laughs> as regularly, but um, yeah, yeah, like I'm out there. I can be trusted. <laughs> yes, with your with your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, Paul can also be trusted on this very show that is called Learn English with Football, which, why don't we talk about it a little bit, Paul, now that we have uh, discussed mm. your course. Um, yeah. Well, you are one of the regulars, and I'm, I, I want to thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for coming back because, you know, like, There are a lot of people I have invited. Some of them have been here once or twice, but didn't seem that interested. Perhaps they, they are too busy with their lives. It doesn't matter whatever the reasons are. But you are one of those people that keeps coming back. So I <laughs> I really enjoy having you on the uh, show. I mean, yeah. Like a boomerang. Yeah, I, you, <laughs> you try to throw me away and I come back. I, I love it. I love talking about football, Zenek. I think... Um, I love the opportunity to talk about football in any capacity. So, yeah, I don't see why not. You're doing a similar similar thing to me. You're trying to help people with English using mm -hmm. your experience um, in English, but also with football. Yeah. So, yeah, I think why not collaboration, as they say. That's 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 the idea because I I try to plug for Paul and any other guests that I have on the show, to be honest. If mm -hmm. some of you guys are football fans and you have very high level of English, uh, then um, you just send me a message. You might be on the show, yeah, if you, if you follow the Premiership, the Premier League, and um, why not? Yeah, I always give uh, opportunities to, to new people too. Mm -hmm. But um, It's also kind of cool to to always meet up with the regulars because you know what to expect, and it it, it I think it kind of changes into friendship almost because you 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 start making fun of each other a little bit because each each of you guys supports a different team, yeah. So just to just to say to the listeners of my podcast, you may know Nrup. He has been on the next English podcast several times. My friend, he is uh, he is a student at um, medical school and um, he supports Arsenal so he's one of the regulars then Paul he's a Liverpool fan then we have got uh, Pan uh, who has been on the podcast as well um, Pan uh, live, uh, an Englishman living in Helsinki in Finland he is a, a lead Leeds United fan and um I I also I have also featured uh, several times Marvin. We oh, we have featured Marvin here as well. Marvin, uh, another Englishman living in Mexico uh, that supports uh, Chelsea, mm -hmm. and um, and there are and then there are more who you have never heard of on the next English podcast. But they come, for example, Clive. I will forget about someone for sure, but uh, Clive, a West Ham fan, and and so on. Yeah. So I, I like this because I know I, I get to know you more, you know, and I know what sort what what I can afford to ask you and how far I can go if I can maybe tease a little bit, you know, just to <laughs> because you know, let's be honest, Paul. Like 
football fans, it is about banter, isn't it? It's about making fun of each other, of each other's success, uh, rather, mm-hmm. and envying each other's success and making fun of each other's failures. It's part of part of that, isn't it? It's part yeah. of the culture. The show is great. The show, like the people, the guests that you have on the show are really passionate for their teams, and it's a good mixture of people and yep. everybody. You say the ban- banter is important, but people people are respectful with it too, and they it's, yep. it's a really good show. You should, yeah, you need to exactly. It. And it's I I got a comment, yeah, <laughs> under one of my latest shows that why do I always feature English people on the show? <laughs> it was a bit <laughs> weird. I told I told this guy, well, because they they are passionate about their clubs and this is about the Premier League and they also happen to speak excellent English <laughs> for some reason it's their first language yeah but but it's not just it's not just English people that I have on the show we have Nrup Nrup is from India and we also have another fantastic guest an English teacher Leontes from mm-hmm. the Netherlands and he's yeah. excellent as well he has a brilliant uh, YouTube channel himself so mm. you know it's um yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so the concept, if would you mind um, dis- describing the concept of this uh, of this show? How, how, because I want to sort of see your perspective. So how what's the concept of this show, uh, Paul? Well, you've created a show on a Monday evening that where yep. people from different um, who support different clubs join the call, and they, you talk about or we to all talk about the matches that we have seen over the weekend. So yeah. it's kind of a review show and mm-hmm. any of the um any of the stories from the weekend are discussed in in a fun and educational way. There's you sometimes pick out vocabulary what people use and try to highlight it. So yeah. it's really good listening practice um for anyone but also there's some vocabulary and some kind of teaching and and learning experience for people. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's a fun hour talking. It flies by. It goes really um, quickly. I'm so I'm so glad to hear that. Even in in the latest show, Nrup told us that that it helps him pass his exams at the university. I couldn't believe it when he told us that. Well, yeah, it's talking about a subject for Nrup, who yeah. who is an, a learner of English in some way. He's he has really good English, but yeah, talking about topics that you are passionate about and can communicate with. Yeah, it's 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 a really good show. Yeah, I really think this is the future of of learning English as well. Because, come on, like, why why is it that it's always the gamers, like the passionate gamers, that have best English? Why is it? Well, because they talk to each other. You know, they play games online, and they make friends with internet. They make international friends, and then somehow by magic, they don't even know anything about grammar, but they are the best. And it could be the same with this. If you guys are into football, if you like the idea, uh, yeah, you should definitely stick with us. Yeah, you should stick with me and Paul and people like Paul uh, because I think this is the future. Yeah, this is f- a fun way to to learn the language. You forget that you're learning. The affective mm-hmm. the affective filter is low. If you want uh, yeah. some uh, theory, yeah, the Stephen Krashen's theory. Um, the affective filter is low, so you don't feel anxious or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like okay, we make fun of each other's clubs, but we are always respectful, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We just it's want to really have fun with with this. And just as you say, that concept of 
you need to be passionate about something and you need to have yeah. with football people have opinions about of course football. Yeah. like people who watch football you whether you're an expert or just somebody um who who watches it who's never played you still have an opinion about football so it's it's always fun to discuss it can i answer some of the questions that happy hammeret Abs that absolutely happy hammeret is on fire <laughs> <laughs> Who is your current favorite player? It's a good question. Um, it has to be Salah, I think. I have I have him in the bar behind me. There he is. <laughs> yeah. There's Mo. Yeah, I think Mo, just for his goals, just for his humbleness, I think, as well. I think yeah. he's very humble and honest. I know people think he dives, but statistics show that he, he has had the most touches in the without he gets fouled every 120 minutes salah wow that's every two every yeah. 120 minutes that's, that's 120 not minutes i know and it's not that's not much does it mean that he the that's a lot jack Grealish every uh, on average jack Grealish was every 40 minutes Right. So does does this does it does it show that Salah is so fast that nobody can catch him, or what's the point? It shows that Salah doesn't get free kicks. I think because he has a bad reputation. Ah, ah okay. He does get fouled, <laughs> but now he's thinking he needs to be assaulted before he goes on the ground. I see. Um, I yes. see. Now I agree. He's an excellent player. Um, I think his form has dipped a little bit now, but. Um, to be honest, if you ask this question, Happy Hammeret, like five or ten years ago, you could have you could only answer uh, Ronaldo or Messi. But now it's actually quite hard. Yeah, I don't know what I would say personally. At the beginning of the season, That's I the would best definitely. In the world. Yeah, I would definitely. I would definitely uh, have said Salah at the beginning of the season or in the first half of the season, let's say, mm -hmm. or let's say even in twenty twenty one. Now I'm not so sure because it could be. It could be Lewandowski, you know, or someone like that. Mbappe, I would say. Or, or would, him, yeah. If I could pick but, but, one player to play for yeah, me yeah. this Saturday, but, but, it would yeah. be Mbappe. But of course, and, of course, you pick Mo Salah because you you, you support Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, well, he is my favourite player. Yes. Yeah. Um, I used to have hair like him, to be honest. <laughs> my friends say I look like him. Um, <laughs> and... Yes, he's he's my favorite player. No, he's, he's another question was what any strange food you have eaten? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. people are Salah hasn't signed the contract, so David's hopeful of going to Juve. Barcelona were linked with Salah today. I, he's not I leaving. Don't. He's not leaving Liverpool. No, I, I can't. I can't see that happening. I think for for people to stay and for people to leave, it, it needs to be a mutual decision. It needs to be joint. So, like when people sell players, it's because they want the money. When clubs, I mean, when clubs sell players, usually it's because they want money. Because usually players are under contract; they don't have to sell them. Yep. But if an offer comes in, then they sell them. Salah I has one year left. Yeah, but I think he has such a high status at Liverpool, and he's like a god there. Come on, it's I, it's unimaginable. If 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 Liverpool let him go, what kind of statement would that be to the fans? Like it it would it would show a lack of ambition, 
and and disrespect to to what kind of player he has been for them. And I understand it's about the negotiations because he's asking for a lot of money. He's asking like was it like six hundred thousand no, pounds? No, I no, I think like De Bruyne is on four hundred. Ronaldo's on. No, I agree. He deserves it. But oh, euros. You're thinking euros, aren't you? Sorry. Oh yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. he's he he said he doesn't want that much. He just wants. He, he wants a he wants a good contract, but not, not that, as much that much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, understandably, he's asking for more. Like, uh, mm -hmm. of course, he's that good. You know. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure I'm sure you're going to meet halfway, and he's he's going to remain at at Liverpool. I can't imagine him leaving under such an excellent manager as uh, Jurgen Klopp mm -hmm. and playing with such amazing teammates. It, I can see, like, look at look at Manchester United, what kind of toxic atmosphere they have there. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if if you are a football player and you you don't have any affiliation with any of the clubs, and you look at the Premier League, you could look at the clubs you might want to play play mm. uh, for. You would pick Liverpool. It would be your first choice. Like, yeah, yeah. I think so. Just like the fans playing at Anfield, like more exactly. Than City, the chance to work with Guardiola would be um, appealing for some players, definitely. Yeah, but 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 it's different, yeah, because the uh, Guardiola is like very ruthless in a way. He 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 rotates the team a lot, so you don't know what's going to happen with you. Yeah, look at look at Jack Grealish. That's he's a he's a fringe player, and mm -hmm. so with Liverpool, you still have a massive chance to win something because. They are just one point behind City at the moment, right? In the second place. Zenek, we've already won something and <laughs> we have three more to go. One down, three to go. <laughs> you've won you've won the you've won the League Cup, right? We've won the League Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Carabao Cup, it's called. The Mickey Mouse Cup. The and Mickey Mouse Cup. <laughs> we would like, yeah, so Champions League, well, it's it's Manchester City who are the big rivals, I think, isn't yeah. it? So we, we we will meet them in the. We don't meet them in the Champions League. Actually, we play um, Benfica, and if we beat ben, Benfica, if we play Villarreal or Bayern, hmm. then in the league, obviously, it's a big battle with Manchester City. We play yeah. them in the semi-final of the FA Cup in a few weeks. So. Yeah, we'll see. Anything could happen, honestly. Like, um, yeah, you're in in for a lot of trophies, but but it's not it's never easy, and even Benfica, yeah. So it, it's I know on on paper it looks like the easiest team to play. Mm -hmm. We don't have to go very far. We can mention one um, international team that has recently lost to Macedonia, yeah, called Italy. <laughs> Look what happened there. Look what happened uh, there. Yeah, maybe so might have a comment about that. I'm sorry, David, to Dave, mention that. Yeah, Dave, um, I'm, I'm so, sorry to be mentioning that. My my team, Czech Republic, I was I was also gutted. I was gutted, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, means disappointed, very disappointed. I was absolutely gutted after the Czech Republic lost that match oh, yes. against Sweden in extra time. And that was happening simultaneously with the Italian match. So um, yeah. I could, couldn't even enjoy making fun of Italy at all because... Oh. My, I also wanted to see my team in Qatar, yeah. But no. 
No, unlucky. Well, there's still one more match, isn't there? So who who does Sweden play? Do you know? Uh, Sweden Sweden play Poland because Poland oh. um, they qualified because Russia they Russia was uh, Russia. Scotland was still yeah. needs to play Ukraine. I don't That's know right. When that. when is that going to happen? Like, I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the winner the winner of this match uh, will face uh, Wales. Wales did a fantastic job. Yeah, I need to ask you about this. Yeah. yeah, what on earth is going on with Gareth Bale? Yeah, so he scored that that free kick. He scored. It was like the best free kick I've ever seen. Like, it yeah, was he's so funny. Good. Yeah, he's amazing, isn't he? Like he can. Strike yeah, but 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 when, but when it comes to club football, what's going on there? <laughs> managers don't trust him, do they? Really, he can still score free kicks. He doesn't run around the pitch as much as he used to. Yeah, um, he can still score amazing goals and win a match but now you need to be a physical athlete you need to be tracking back you need to be doing much more than that mm. to play and yeah. he doesn't so coaches don't play him this is why i i hung up my boots paul <laughs> <laughs> i used to be much faster than this okay. and uh, yeah well i'm playing tonight this is why i'm wearing this to be honest i play five aside in the power league so we had we started the team. I play on a Friday with a few like friends, and they yep. pick the team from that. Now we are in a league, and we are called the Five Etos. <laughs> the five five Etos, like like the the Cameroon the yeah. Cameroonian striker. Five Etos, no semen, because <laughs> not in a rude way. No semen because we don't have a goalkeeper. There's just five. You're like, referring to David Seaman, the ex. David Seaman, yeah. He was, he, no Seaman. he was known for a lot of blunders, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was a good goalkeeper, but good by British standards at that time. He, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think there was better international keepers. Five Etos, yeah. no Seaman. And tonight we're playing Messi it up. <laughs> Big match. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, so. Oh, good luck. Fingers crossed. Uh, you might have to warm up already. I don't know how much time you have, but I think we have covered most of the things here anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Is there anything you, you might... You told me before the show that you potentially wanted to ask me some questions, but we, we don't have to do that. If, if I just wanted to throw things back at you a little bit. Okay. Um, like, uh, why did you start the, the, the football side of things? Yeah. Yeah, because basically, you know, I, I've told my listeners about this many times. Yeah, so I, um, I worked. I've always worked for a school. Yeah, I even taught English in London uh, before the pandemic. But then I decided to go back and um, started teaching online, mm -hmm. and that that's not always easy. No matter what qualifications and how much experience you have, and what qualifications you have, it's a different kettle of fish, Paul. It's quite ruthless because there's a lot of competition okay. and it, it doesn't really come down to how much you know as a teacher or how good you are as a teacher. It comes down to being good at marketing mm -hmm. and being able to sell. So sales and marketing, so completely different skills to, to what I know, you know. Yeah. So you have to learn all this. And one of the things they tell you is that you should pick a niche. Yeah, You should choose a niche. So at oh. first I doubled in. Um, English through raw, um, board games. 
So I was I was teaching through board games. I love board games. I love playing tabletop games. Yeah. But then it didn't really work out much. So mm -hmm. because you need a lot of people and people don't really doing it online is difficult. It's, isn't it, I suppose. it is possible. It is possible. There's there are platforms where you can do it. Okay. But it's it's hard to sell. It's hard to explain it to people as well. Yeah. yeah. Because it's possible. But I yeah. I think this is this is easier. Mm -hmm. And and there might be more market for it as well. And and I love football too. So it's for me it's sustainable too. So I this see. is work. This is also a lot of work. This show, preparing this show, you know, watching the game. Well, watching games is fun, yeah. But you have mm -hmm. to write down the questions, you have to always um ask the guests to come on. There's a lot of things involved. There are a lot of things oh, yeah. involved in this, but mm -hmm. it's always worth it for me because I enjoy myself so much talking to yeah. you guys and you know, yeah, uh, as you're very hardworking, Zenek. You do lots. Of uh, mm -hmm. I sometimes I think I'm not hardworking enough. You know, <laughs> really? you seem. <laughs> yeah, coming. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's relative, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're always beating ourselves up. We can always do more, can't we? Yeah, we always think that. But exactly. you're doing a good job, Zenek. Thanks. You likewise, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Go on. I'll let you go before we start um, rambling on to each other. Yeah, well, that's that's fine. So thank you. Thank you for that question. And thanks, everyone, for uh, watching the show um, or listening to it on the Next English Podcast. If you want, uh, if you have been listening to it, then why don't you watch it again? You know, you might pick up uh, more vocabulary and get a new perspective. You might even see Paul. Yeah. An excellent, an excellent ex-player who used to play with Steven Gerrard, which, yeah. I, which I didn't know prior to this show. No, no. I, I haven't seen him much since, to be honest. I, I saw him once when I was drunk, when I was like <laughs> in my 20s. And he was in his 20s, obviously. And he came over to me, Zenek, yeah. shook my hand and said, top class player you, and walked away. Let's end the show on that. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Now love I'm going this. to play five aside in the Power League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Um, good, good luck. Good luck with your game, Paul. And thanks very thank much you. Uh, for thank being here for and telling us about uh, and Dave. telling us about your course. And thanks to everyone watching, including Happy um, Hammerhead and Dave. Yeah. Great questions. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, until Adios. next time. Until bye. next time. Yes, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Would you like to become more confident and fluent in English? Would you like to practice speaking regularly with international friends? Would you like to develop your communication skills? Would you like to get more exposure to English and great new routines which are bound to increase your English level? If your answers are yes, yes, yes and yes, then you should join the Achievers Chamber Discord group and take part in regular events and group lessons with me, Teachers Danek and other members. In this brilliant and growing community, we have members at B1, B2, C1 and even C2 level. There are three different tiers of membership to choose from, basic, silver and gold, depending on your budget. 
Our members are from eight different countries. Bear in mind that most events and lessons take place in the evening of Central European time. For more details about the benefits of the membership and instructions on how to join, head over to teachersdenek.com.